President Biden is heading to Atlanta this morning. He is to deliver a speech at Ebenezer Baptist Church, where Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. served as pastor until his assassination in 1968. Today would have been his 94th birthday. NPR's Tamara Keith reports on Biden's trip on this MLK holiday weekend. The current pastor at Ebenezer Baptist Church is newly re-elected Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. White House Director of Public Engagement Keisha Lance Bottoms says ahead of his visit, Biden spoke with Senator Warnock. They had a wonderful conversation about the significance of this historic event, including the fact that the president is the first sitting president uh, to speak at a Sunday service at Ebenezer in its history. She says Biden's remarks will describe the nation at an inflection point in history, with reflections on Dr. King's legacy and how the nation can move forward together. Tamara Keith, NPR News. Biden is traveling to Atlanta a day after the White House said more classified material was found at his home in Wilmington. The White House says five more pages were discovered last week. To California now, which is dealing with more flooding caused by yet another atmospheric river storm. Annalise Fenney of member station KQED reports on the Russian River in the San Francisco Bay Area. The Russian River is expected to peak at 32 feet at 11 a.m., That's technically flooding, but that level of water isn't expected to significantly impact local homes and businesses. Chris Godley is the Sonoma County Director of Emergency Management. We're never quite out of the woods, but certainly the prospects are looking much, much better than they were last week. But we do highlight for our residents here that this is really just the beginning of our traditional rainy season. As the last of this storm passes through the region, Godley says residents should still watch out for toppled trees and down power lines. For NPR News, I'm Annalise Finney. The president has approved an emergency declaration for California. He's also declared a disaster for Alabama following Thursday's storms that packed tornadoes. Police in Houston looking for suspects in a shooting overnight that left at least four people wounded and one dead. It happened outside a club. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez says dozens of shots were fired from inside a vehicle. It looks like over 50 shots were fired here, uh, which is a very scary situation considering there's like a mobile food truck and again and the number of patrons that were outside. Gonzalez says the injured were all transported to hospitals. Most of the people on board the passenger plane that crashed in Nepal today are now reported dead. Officials say 68 of the 72 passengers and crew were killed. The plane crashed while attempting to land at a new airport in a resort town in central Nepal. This is NPR News. In Israel... Tens of thousands were on the streets of Tel Aviv and elsewhere around the country protesting the new right-wing government's plans to weaken the powers of Israel's Supreme Court. Protesters fear the changes will damage Israel's democracy, but Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who was on trial for corruption charges, has made overhauling the country's legal system a centerpiece of his agenda. Netanyahu spoke with his new cabinet today and pledged to move forward with the overhaul. The U.S. Agriculture Department has granted a conditional license for the first ever honeybee vaccine. Emily Jones of member station WABE reports. The vaccine prevents American fowl brood, a fatal bacterial disease that spreads quickly. Infected hives typically have to be burned. Keith Delaplane runs the bee program at the University of Georgia and did field testing for the vaccine. He says this breakthrough could reduce this disease and lead to more bee vaccines. If we can make a really heavy hit against American fowl brood, varroa mite viruses, this will be a huge step forward. The vaccine works by feeding queen bees a safe version of the disease. The queens then pass immunity on to their offspring. Delaplane says this approach could be applied to other bee diseases and in other insects as well. For NPR News, I'm Emily Jones. And I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News from Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include PBS with Zora Neale Hurston claiming a space from American experience. A new biography of the influential author and anthropologist. Tuesday at 9, 8 central on PBS. 
This is NPR. This is Steve, the hitman, host of the Soul Party on Friday nights on WMNF. Join me at Skipper Smokehouse on Friday, February the 10th, as we enjoy the Harlem Gospel Travelers. With fans like Elton John and all music praising their new album as dreamlike and joyous, the Harlem Gospel Travelers are a dazzling vocal trio you don't want to miss. Harlem Gospel Travelers, February the 10th at Skipper Smokehouse. Buy your tickets now at WMNF.org. Do you need affordable health insurance? I'm Katie Roters-Turner with the Family Healthcare Foundation. We are a nonprofit in Tampa Bay that helps individuals and families find affordable healthcare coverage. The time to enroll in the health insurance marketplace is now. The deadline to enroll is December 15th for coverage to start January 1st. The last day to enroll in coverage for next year is January 15th. Navigators are trained experts who can help you with understanding health insurance options. Learn more by calling 813-995-7005 or at www.familyhealthcarefdn.org. WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to wmf.org backslash events to reserve your seat. Arts for All Florida is seeking applicants for their Young Performers Program, a statewide recognition for artists with disabilities ages 14 to 25 years old who could win one-on-one professional development opportunities. Selected artists will perform at various venues across the state, all coordinated by Arts for All Florida. Candidates will be selected from the categories of dance, music, and drama to join the youth ensemble. Selected artists will participate in a music video production in the spring. The deadline for submission is January 17th. For more information, see artsforallflorida.org. That's A-R-T-S, the number four, A-L-L-F-L-O-R-I-D-A dot O-R-G. This month at WMNF is Homeless and Hunger Awareness Month. This year, we've seen a 37% increase in unhoused senior citizens. In part, this can be attributed to the rising costs of living, lack of immediate financial assistance, and low Social Security wages, leaving Hillsborough County senior citizens to fend for themselves. They've lost their homes and their most prized possessions, forced to survive life on the streets without family, friends, and people who care. These individuals are lost, yet they are a part of all of our communities. Learn how you can help at www.thebautistaprojectinc.org. All right, and we're back. All right, so we we are talking about, uh, first, first of all, this is Walter L. Smith II, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, right here on the Sunday Forum, and we are... Uh, live on Facebook, and we are trying to make sure that the sound is going well. So, we're, so Billy's working with us on this, trying to get it, get it straight for you. So, please, if if you are listening or watching online, you are you can also listen to us on WMNF.org. So you can listen to us while you watch us. In the meantime, okay. So listen, folks. Uh, let me let me uh, let me just say uh, the, when we when just before the break. Just before the break, 
uh, we were talking pretty heavy here. We were talking pretty heavy. And I'm not backing down off that. We're still going to talk heavy. And one of the things that we are dealing with is the issue of self-sufficiency, right? Uh, one of the things that I know Dr. King would love to have uh, seen and love, love to see would be us build resilience in our communities, especially coming from the era that he was coming from, right? And to see the leaps and bounds and the advances that we have that we have reached along the way it would have been would be incredible for him, absolutely incredible. We have a long way to go still. We have a long way to go still, and and it's okay that we that we recognize it. I hope you're hearing me. It's okay that we recognize that that's the case because if we're not recognizing that that's the case then we can't work on it. We don't know what to work on, right? So we can't sweep it under the rug. We can't we can't dismiss our differences. We cannot omit the fact that there are differences or that there was a history or there there is a history that is inconvenient. We cannot do that. Because if we if we dismiss the fact that we have a history uh, an inconvenient history, then we are, then we don't know exactly what it is that we need to do in order to rectify it mm-hmm. accordingly. Send yourself up for failure. You set yourselves up for failure every single time. And the fact that our children don't even know how to deal with this, our children have no idea. Our children are being taught things like, well, I don't see color. I, I, have, I have a problem with that. I have a real problem with that. You, yeah, you do see color. You do. And it's okay that you do. Just respect the fact that there are other people who don't look like you. Okay. Big deal. Uh, understand that there are people who have different cultures yep. out there. Get Understand that. That is true diversity. That is, true, that is truly understanding diversity at its greatest depths, at its greatest lengths. And, and, and that's the greatest effort that you could ever make is understanding that, that, that there are differences amongst us. Uh, diverse cultures, diverse people in terms of color, what we look like. The whole nine is fine. It, you know, if we were all the same, it'd be pretty boring. You know, it, you know, and like my grandmother used to say, you know, we all got to, we all got to, there's so many different ways we all have, we all can pick one. Right? Mm-hmm. Which moves me to this next point, which, which says, you know, what is wrong with us? What, what is wrong with, first of all, let me, let me, let me, let me say, let me say why I'm saying this, right? As I look at, as I look at the issue of uh, of what's happened in the past couple of weeks, right? You know, I look at things like what happened locally with with uh, the police benevolent association, the police union, and this whole thing of and we talked about it last week. This whole thing of what happened on this, on this this questionnaire, and I just couldn't help but ask myself the question: What is wrong with these people? Mm-hmm. Are they crazy? Like, do do you re- to the people of the police? And if you are a member of the Police Benevolent Association, uh, you know, I, I'm going to ask you to call in. I really am going to challenge somebody to please call in and tell me, if you will, what makes you think that it's okay to ask those types of questions on a questionnaire to a candidate who's running for office? Really? Why are you concerned about whether they were members or are members of, of Black Lives Matter? What makes you think that that's a biased, an, an unbiased question? What makes you think that it's okay to ask somebody if they were if they supported? Like, like, as though Black Lives Matter was some sort of terror, terrorist group. Mm-hmm. I know, and that's what 
I saw a quote from Ms. Connie Burton where she was saying, why is there a question of whether or not you are a part of BLM but not the KKK or Proud Boys? Right. Like, why is that not a thing? Well, yeah, exactly. Something that is actually a terrorist organization. Ask that, that actually causes problems. That Ask that question. Ask that question. Why not? So, 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 what, what's that that dumb, that dumb butt said? Uh, uh, he said, well, there are good people on both sides. Uh, what? <laughs> see, that, that's the type of, see, that, that type of questioning, that type, those type of questions that you saw on the question, see, that's, that's what that puts me in the mind of. And that's why I asked the question, what's the matter mm-hmm. with you? There ain't nothing wrong with me. Y'all the ones crazy. It's something wrong with and y'all. The people who filled it out and acted like that was fine. But yeah. Filled it out, sent it in, and are now endorsed by the PBA. I am really concerned about that. I'm really concerned about that. If you ran for office, if you're running for office and you didn't think something was wrong with that, and you didn't voice that, like our good friend and representative uh on the city council, Orlando Goose, then there's something wrong with you. There's something seriously wrong. And I want to know who it is that thought that it was okay for them to put that on that document. I, if you think that's okay and you call in here, I want you to explain to me. I'm not going to, you know, I am going to ask you what's wrong with you. <laughs> but I, I really want to understand what's wrong with you. I compre- I really want to comprehend that. So you're welcome to call 813-239-9663. I want to know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Well, we do have two callers. Because you're crazy as hell. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's let's go to the two callers. Then after the two callers, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lighten it up a little bit. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So caller, let's go. All right, caller, you're on the Sunday forum. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing? All right, Doc. What's going on? Oh man, there's a whole lot. You know, you, you we're talking about self sufficient. Being self-sufficient and and and, um, and impacting our community, you know, based on from what I see in our coverage, and sadly in our coverage that we found in our research we've done in uh, Year Within the Norms dot com and the recent articles and stuff, you know, our uh, at any point in time we, we run into you were talking about the police. Well, I think what people need to understand is another level of policing. And it's called regulatory. And that regulatory racism is, is something that's even more profound in that uh, it doesn't matter what your education is and how well you or try to serve your community. At some point, some agency or someone could determine the, that uh, you're in violation or even make up a violation. Uh, to uh, attack your, your your businesses or your organi- your your ability to practice your craft, and uh, you have very little to say about it because there's very little to, to talk about that. Uh, you know, uh, people who have the expertise to to, to fight in this neighborhood, and our we oftentimes depend on our ministers to uh, to help us, and they simply don't have the level of expertise. And knowledge in this area, so we go and check. Let's go, like for example, you would open up a pharmacy business, and you ask your There's a lot of black guys who are people are pharmacists, you know, black black folk who are pharmacists who open up businesses, and you want to know well, why all of them are, where are they at? Why have all of them failed? Guys are dental businesses. You know, why haven't we seen the big the guys for the, the the people with clinics and or the hospitals that can deliver care? Why is Healthcare not being delivered. What, why are we still suffering from from uh, 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 cancers and uh, and we're on top of high blood pressure? The I mean, top of the diseases of high blood pressure, those sort of. Why are our children not getting their their their, their teeth fixed or <laughs> That's because people people that you put in there. Are inhibited. Don't they don't want to talk about it? They are inhibited in terms of getting paid. You know, uh, we get paid differently by zip codes. Uh, we get uh, audited, and uh, we get charged uh, more so for simple uh, 
or regulations and said they they'd criminalize they wanted to criminalize medicine. So I and that's in my area. You know what, what, what my our experience has been. And so if you extend it to beyond what other professions that would normally support a community, then uh, you see what's, what's going on. And so, uh, and we, we, I mean, this country, and you see it's happening all over the country, and you see that this, this country has gone moving to authoritarianism, and then when you add to that, you know, the, 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 the um, move to, to ban books, certain books and certain literature, and when you look at these lists there, you know, I know when the cage birds sing, you know, classic uh, 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 writing, uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X, you know, roots, those are being banned. I mean, we are really on the head of, of, of fascism in, in, in this country, and it says something that, that this country is, is slowly falling apart, falling apart. And when you had the unregulated judicial system that can come in and just wipe out the, uh, a, a whole field of knowledge that, you, that one gains, it, it just, you know, it leaves a lot to be desired. That's basically what I said. I feel like I've been all over the place here, but, you know, that's it. It's all right, man. It's all right. It's all right. Thanks, Doc. We appreciate you. We appreciate hey, you. You're within the norms of that account. It's the year last article. All right. Set of articles that we've, that we've uh, uh, published. And, and we, our, our book, our articles talk primarily, are not black, are, are not just about black, but we're about all of health care. And uh, it happens to be doctors, a lot of people of color who who've, uh, put these to work with us and work together and, have exposed the injustice that's going on. I mean, we it's, it, it's a very sad, sad, sad situation that we suffer, we, we have here. It All is. Right. It is. Hey, Doc, thank you very much. We appreciate thank you here. You bet. All right. All right. Peace, Doc. Check out We Are Without, We, we Are Within the Norms, uh, dot com. You Are Within the Norms, dot com. Okay. Uh, next caller. Caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Oh, what's going morning. on, man? Hey, man, it's the same old stuff, just a different day. Same old stuff, just a different way. All right. Yeah, you know it. Uh, y'all right on top of it, and I'm enjoying the conversation this morning. But i just like to add in my two cents that we shouldn't be alarmed. We shouldn't be outraged at what's going on because it's been going on for so many years, man. 500 years of... Some people who claim to be the leaders and the rulers of the new world, and they were not. And they don't want it to talk that they were not. They didn't build no pyramids. In fact, I found out this week, you know, those beautiful, spherical-looking temples that's in Russia, and we got one at the University of Tampa with those little rounds. You know, you're an architect. The spindle. It's the spindle, yeah. Yeah. Did you know that the uh, uh, Moors built those in Russia for the Russians? Mm-hmm. The architecture in, in infrastructure, right? Yeah, we build Egypt, build Africa right now. Africa is just a, probably more beautiful than the United States as far as architecture go. And I, I'm talking about from the pictures I've seen, Dubai and places like that. So we got to put it the honest way it is. You got what they call my daddy used to say, player hate. You know, he 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 like to do that. He still say it. I do it too. Colloquialism. He like. These player hates is messing up the game. The player hates. <laughs> they can hate on us because we the best players in the game. Come on, man. You know how that goes. We the best players in the game. He can't stand it. He's a player hater. He wants to hate you, not because of your color of your skin, because you're the best player, period. And I'm here to tell you, you are the best player, period. Don't let them fool you and brainwash you. I saw something Dick Gregory said the other day I was watching. He said, as soon as you're born, you're born with an intellect to do anything. He said they start uh, breaking you down right there, lying to you and destroying you and writing something that ain't true. He said what you got to do is unravel they falsehood that they claim is a truth. And that's what we charge to do because all they're doing is around here falsifying reasons for them to be on top and stay on top. And all of it is a lie. The young lady that's on your show today said, 
Well, they say lies and this and that. No, it's called a scam. A scam is a legal term for somebody falsifying information, lying to you, and then uh, presenting it as if though it was the truth. Like, for instance, Jesus Christ was a white man. God is white. All the angels are white. That's a lie. That's a scam. And it's been a sham. A lady talked to me the other day about it tomorrow. What color doesn't matter? Well, why the hell you keep presenting him like that? Why you keep acting like God white? Why you keep acting like you God? See? So don't lie to me and try to religiousize me under some old precepts that you're going to control me, yes, master, for some religion when you ain't treating none of my people right. You ain't treating nobody right if you want me to go in a little room and pray to something that ain't going to help us. And that's where we at, man. We got to get out of that. The church should have had storehouses to feed us. Good, wholesome food animals, all of this stuff, man, they got us living a sham. Not me anyway, because I gave up on that foolishness. You're not going to fool me till I die like that. If you my brother, you act like you my brother. Mm-hmm. You can do something. If you my enemy, I can see you. I'd rather for you to show me you my enemy. I appreciate and respect that more than you playing this game that I'm with you, but you're not. You're doing stuff to undermine me, undermine my children, undermine my grandchildren, undermine my grandfather, my grandmother, and, and KRS said this, my father fought the police. My grandfather fought the police. My great-great-grandfather fought the police. Now, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Fighting the police. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is we going in circles or are they just putting us in circles? They're putting us in circles because while we playing the I don't like you, you fight for your right stuff, mm. this fool is flying an airplane up in the air that go in the atmosphere, polluting the hell out of everybody on this damn planet. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing. See what I'm saying? And I told a dude this last week, about you you really own that spaceship stuff, ain't you? I said, no, you really don't care. Your ass going to die, too. You think this is a joke, dude? Do you think I'm playing about this? No, they're killing us, man. And he, oh, we're going to go to the planet. We're putting satellites. We're doing all this for you. You ain't doing a damn thing for me. I.e., keep your shot to your damn self. <laughs> all right? So we got this. We have the ability. We have the power as our own people, as our own cultural people outside of the gamut that's being played on us, like you said earlier, that we can come together. We, the people, can do something. Oh, yeah, they're going to destroy many as they can. They're going to do what they But if we keep allowing people to get in power who children don't care, they didn't care, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. All that we did, 400, I mean, 200, 150 years or 50 years since Martin Luther King, they taking it right back. 55 years since King, yeah. Yeah, who are these people that walk? Like, didn't y'all die off too? So a, a guy said a very puffy, and it's a white man. If you call yourself white, he said it. Don't say I said it. Don't say I'm preaching that because you're the hater. And I can prove it. Anybody can prove it. So he said, teach your children to have business. Teach your, that's where that coming from. Like he said, they done taught their children to be ignorant, biased, racist, bigots. And hide behind that instead of saying, no, nah, mama, I don't like that. And I ain't saying all people, people who listen. All five listen to all this. This is not everybody. It's not all inclusive. No, it's all exclusive. So if the shoe fits, don't put it on your damn foot and stop acting like you ain't wearing. Like y'all doing now, standing up, uh, running over everybody with y'all uh, legal systems and laws and all this. And we, in this country, if we want to, we can just step out and stop all that by not participating, period. Just don't do a damn thing. Like they say, we lazy shifters. No. I read a story the other day that said Europeans came. That was their thing. That was their MO. They didn't like coming over here. They didn't work. They were shiftless. They were lazy. They took that from the Europeans and shifted it on black people, and they bought that. They bought that. Yeah. Not me, but I'm just saying. Some black people bought that, that I could just be shift. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't got to do nothing. And just like Daryl say, if you don't like this and you're willing to die, you can vote too. That's right. I'm not against you, so right. not against you for nothing, but you got to make efforts to do something in your physical that's going to uh, do something in the physical. They didn't want to manifest this physical for us. They want to manifest we got to do this to do that. They did this. There's no time. There's no 24 hours in a day or none of this stuff, man. I'm real about that. Look at the YouTube and read Brother Islam, Raza Islam, 19 Keys. Yeah. All them people, they know what they're talking about. Now, I'm, I'm Farrakhan know what he's talking about. I mean, I don't have to serve every edict he say, but he's a very powerful, intelligent man. And he's telling you what they did. They done converted us from the beginning with all this uh, uh, insecurity. We don't have security with our families, with our wives. They just exploited us for that. It's a big exploitation thing still going on. And I'd be glad when we come together and stop letting them exploit one against the other for another. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hey, man, thank you, Ron. We appreciate you, brother.
I appreciate you for more. You just don't know. And y'all blessings to everybody out there that, that need them and, and, and want something because this world was set up before we got here. Don't be discouraged that it'll be distraught that you can't do nothing. They set this up before we got here, and it's very terrible. It's going to take a lot of energy to put it in its right perspective. Yeah, we love God and Jesus, but don't come turning colors on us and then try to act like we didn't want these say We ain't killing we ain't raping. I mean, not over here that I know about raping people wholeheartedly, hanging them up on things and stuff, and, and just killing them and killing their family members and all that, locking them all up. We ain't doing that to nobody. Why am the devil? Well, I got to be a sinner. You are the sinner and the devil and the player hate. So you stop it, and we can get along, and we can go head on. Down this stop player hating, man. Stop player hating. That's right. All right, Ron. Thank you, man. We appreciate you. Appreciate you more, Walt. Y'all have a good one, man. All right, brother. You too. All right. Um... <clears throat> All right, so we got two other callers. We got two other callers. Two other callers. All right, so before, before we go to those callers, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a, just just short break, short break, short music break. All right. We're going to play some um, old Black Eyed Peas uh, joints and jam by the Black Eyed Peas right here on the Sunday Forum. Of the original Black Eyed Peas. That's a joint. That's a jam. 
right here on the Sunday Forum. Hope y'all enjoyed that little tidbit there. This is your host, Walter Elspeth II, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, along with the members of the 4th Estate crew. We have callers on the line. We're going to talk about, and then after we go to these callers, we're going to talk about this pan-Afro-environmentalism and and talk about what it is and why it's so important to us. Okay, so let's go to the callers. All right. Caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, hi. Thank you very much for your great show, as always. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say that um, your show is my favorite on WMNF for many reasons, uh, partially because you do real journalism and community journalism, like the bus trip that was uh, happening the last time I called, which was several months ago last year. Um, And I keep telling management to give you more prime time um, if you want it, not just on Sunday mornings, et cetera. But the, uh, the last time I called, I mentioned about our dear governor, DeSatan, <laughs> and how I couldn't get any political writer at the Tampa Bay Times, the so-called liberal Tampa Bay Times, to cover his, his career as a war criminal. Even most of his supporters don't know that he was in the military and is a war criminal. But finally, a journalist has actually exposed it. Of course, it's not the Tampa Bay Times or any Florida journalism. It's, it's on YouTube. It's a very progressive channel called the Empire Files, or Eyes Left. And this is a recent YouTube video. So if you go on YouTube and put it in search, uh, Governor DeSantis, or DeSantis, sorry, Guantanamo, War Crimes. You will find that this show has interviewed one of the former people illegally kidnapped and detained at Guantanamo, even though he was not in any way a terrorist. And he explicitly calls out DeSantis as a torture-enabling lawyer for the military at Guantanamo. Now, not only was was DeSantis at Guantanamo as a torture-enabling lawyer for the government. He was a government lawyer, a military lawyer. He was also in Fallujah, Iraq, a major American war crime where we killed tens of thousands of civilians and where what he did there was to provide cover for the Navy SEALs and other special ops who were killing civilians in Iraq. So you'll notice that not many people have heard of this, and you have to wonder why the liberal media, haha, does not go after him for this. They don't even really go after him for all of his other fascist stuff. But this is one that I think could bring him down. And um, I hope that if you guys feel like it or anybody feels like it, to do an even bigger deep dive and to try and get mainstream media to cover it. Um, that's all I wanted to say today. And thank you again for being real journalists and real community activists. Oh, hold on. What, 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 was, what was the name of that video again? Okay, on YouTube, there's mm-hmm. an entire channel yeah. called The Empire Files. Empire Files. Abby Martin, she's a well-known, quote, radical progressive journalist who's actually had her life threatened many times. She did her first great work by exposing George W. Bush and his illegal wars. And um, so if you go on Google and you put in uh, Empire Files, comma, DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also under another brand called Eyes Left. Um, the, the actual reporter is not Abby Martin. It's a guy named Mark Pryson, P-R-Y-S-O-N. I should have found the exact title of the YouTube video before I made the call this morning, but I didn't, and I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'm on YouTube right now pulling, pulling up her uh, the Empire Files uh, yeah. account here. And it is, it's got so many great things on it. Yeah, a lot um, of videos. She's mm-hmm. a real radical left journalist who tells the truth no matter who it hurts. Um, she doesn't pull punches, whether it's Biden, Trump, Bush, DeSantis. She's going after the truth. Okay, but the yeah, truth but- right now seems to be that too many of a minority in this country is supportive of authoritarian and this authoritarian trajectory that Ron DeSantis is on. And this is the problem that we have in the world in general as a species. Humans, when they get afraid and desperate, angry, they tend to look for a strong man, a predatory, usually apex predator alpha male, uh, like Orban, Trump, 
uh, Putin, uh, other dictators, Stalin, Pol Pot, etc. They always humans are a herd animal in many ways, and when they can't when they can't have any sense of self empowerment and efficacy on their own, they want some big daddy to lead them in a victory over the other. And um, you know another guy we should do a deep dive into sometimes. I mean, uh, Byron Donalds, the um, the, uh, the you know the race trader who's now in Congress and who almost became Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. Oh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I heard, I heard him on a show the other day, and if you just didn't know, you would think that he was a a member of the KKK, and yet he's a, a black man. Look, Florida in general, I mean, this is the reason why, Walter, I think we, we have to celebrate not just Dr. King, we celebrate Dr. King on his birthday, but this is a celebration of the entire civil rights movement because yeah. these authoritarianists, these Trumpians, these Caesarites are busy trying to reverse that because this was a victory for democracy and you know we celebrate the civil rights act of 1964 and we celebrate the voting rights act of 1965 but these people are busy trying to undo it you know through their redistricting plans through the the fact that they want to arrest people for voting mm-hmm. you know this oh, is yeah. this and is when, the and when DeSantis says hey if you see any people protesting Go ahead and run them over. We'll pass a law that says that you're not going to be held accountable. I mean, you can see who these people are, and they are, you know, they, they're the old Confederacy, in, but they're in the 21st century, and um, they're much smarter than the old Confederacy, and they own the majority of the Supreme Court, and they own the Republican Party, the party of racism, homophobia, and hypocrisy about sex. And they own Florida. And plus, they own the hollow someplace down in Venice where they it's a, it's a trap house for conservatives, which is where they have children, where they're teaching them. They have a gun range where children can go. You know? Oh, well, guess that's what Governor DeSantis wants, a trap house, be, to be made out of our wonderful new college, uh, which is located in Sarasota. He wants to take the most progressive college in the state and yeah. turn it into a right-wing training academy. Mm-hmm. Right. So and you we... guys are on it, and you know what? You do not hear this on most of the other MNF shows. You don't hear it on WUSF. You don't see it in the Tampa Bay Times. I wonder, you know, is it possible that your show and just a couple of others and maybe the one I mentioned, Empire Files, are these the only real journalists left in America? <laughs> thank Could you guys so much for everything you do and God bless you in the new year All yeah, right. thank you thank for you. your call thanks yeah. I just found this video he was talking about uh, just take, we're going to take a look at so it and see what yeah. <laughs> before, 37 before we put, minutes yeah before, yeah before we put that stuff out we want to mm-hmm. make sure that we that we're mm-hmm. research it properly and and, uh, and then we're going to have a discussion about that all right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because there's, there's a lot of crazy things happening right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't doubt what he's saying at all. I don't doubt well, at of all. Of course. But this is because there's a lot of very authoritarian, like you were saying, Mabili, there's a lot of authoritarian uh, moves being made. Mm-hmm. And it's disturbing. And this isn't the first time. There's precedence that's been that's been set for this type of thing. and But it was just so overt under number 45's rule. Yeah. Right. Made it uh, emboldened them just right. like they were a hundred years ago. Right, right. Well, let's let's go to our next caller. All right, caller, you're on the Sunday forum. Yeah, Uru. Uru, what's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? Happy New Year and all that jazz. All right, man. I want to say, uh, you know, this last caller, he mentioned that, you know, and I agree, this is a great program. But he said, you know, you don't hear this stuff on uh, uh, WMNF. Uh, WUSF, Tampa Bay Times, and wondered if uh, you and a couple others are the last businesses of real journalism in the United States. But who mentioned all white led media outlets? The reality is the burning spirit has been around for over 50 years. The origin of the African People's Socialist Party, that's the reality. But he doesn't look, this guy doesn't seem to look to black people and black media 
for leadership on what on the question that's going on in the world and the seven of my of color and the African People's Justice Party that's led the discussion for more than fifty years. We have Black Power ninety six FM that has these kinds of discussions all the time. The reality is the road to socialism and the road to freedom is painted black. You asked earlier in this conversation, I'm talking a little loud because I know I'm outside, I'm a, I'm a walk, and I hope that I'm coming through clearly. You are, you are, brother, you Yeah, so um, uh, you asked the question earlier, like, why is it, as a, as a black man right now in these days and times, you still have to say that black lives matter? The reality is because uh, we don't have power. It's, you know, this question of black lives matter, it doesn't say nothing. It's just a slogan, and now it's, you know, a white people slogan. And sometimes it's a slogan that white people, every intelligent black person mocks at because it says nothing, it demands nothing. But the reality is black power matters. We have to struggle for black power. I heard uh, one of the young ladies, I couldn't distinguish the voices to say who it was, called the Sanders ignorant. And I don't know if that's true. I don't know if the Sanders is ignorant. He graduated from Yale, Madden Cum Laude. He graduated from Harvard Law School, Cum Laude. I don't know if he's ignorant. Maybe he is. But that's not, that's ignorant or not. And like they try to say these white people who go on these killing rampages are mentally ill, mentally ill or not. All of them are clear that they have to have power and they'll do whatever it takes for them to maintain power for their class. We have to organize ourselves to take power and control over our lives so that we can demand, uh, uh, so that we can get what it is we demand. You just can't say, oh, they didn't kill him, and beg the white man let us vote on the CRB or something like that. We have to demand power and control over our lives based on power in our own hands. There is a man named Amalia Yusatella. There is a woman named Ona Janae Yusatella. There is a woman named Penny Hess. There's a man named Jesse Todd. There's a man named Charles Barron, who all believe and struggle and work every day for political power and the control of resources in African people's hands. And we ought to follow that leadership if we want to see the day when we no longer have to make this empty proclamation that black lives matter. <laughs> Hey man. hey man, thank you, brother. We appreciate it. Um, it, it you know, <laughs> the question, the, the, there's like you know, like why you said, there is no question as to whether or not Black Lives Matter. And, and what he said is very true about the issue of power. Um, I'm not going to sit back and expect that anybody's going to give me anything. Uh, there's a quote that. I usually use, or that I've started to use more than, you know, more now than I had been in the past, um, because I became even, I became reminded of it, quite honestly, and it had to do, it comes from John Henry Franklin, um, or John Henry Clark, excuse me, John Henry Clark, and it was the fact that, uh, you know the people we keep we keep expecting for the people who put us in this situation to do something for us, and that's not how this works. It isn't. And the quote goes: "We cannot expect the people who programmed us into oblivion to program us out of it. We cannot expect the people who programmed us into oblivion." To program us out of it. They put us in here for a reason. Yeah, they, they, they need us to build this house. Yeah. Yeah. It's done for a reason. And, and we have to be we have to be aware of that. Um this King Holiday. And we need to live by that, I think. Is is we cannot expect and I say it again, folks. We cannot expect the people who programmed us into oblivion to program us out of it. It is flawed thinking to continue to believe after being shown time and time and time again that we don't matter to them, to those people who think like that. We don't matter to them. And we don't matter to them except except as uh, this work mule or this uh, thing, right? We're this thing to them that's inconvenient now because we we don't pick cotton. 
we're inconvenient now because we don't cut the sugar cane uh, uh, unless we're forced to. Uh, we we're inconvenient now because we're doing something because because we we're running for offices. We dare to run for office. We dare to run for power. We dare to command power. We dare to try to take power. We dare to do all those things, and and, and it's all a matter of how dare you. Well, that's right? exactly right. I mean, you and life are right on that point that it's about black power. I mean, we say black lives because, you know, in our minds, you know, we're we're humane. We're thinking of our human rights. Right. But, you know, it's it's really, yeah, they hate the idea of power for black, for especially black men and um and when women Barack too. Obama, mm-hmm. especially, yeah, women too, especially women. Mm-hmm. A strong woman of any race is a threat to the heterosexual mm-hmm. male. <laughs> yep. So I think that, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. But the black codes, the history of the black codes, has shown that they 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 have this this psychological block against you know when Barack Obama became president, they went haywire on the right. Why? You know, he was uh, he was basically a moderate, but they went haywire. <laughs> you know? I mean, do you notice any time we get something and I mean anything, it could be a job, it could be it could be anything and we're up against a, a, another race, particularly white. They, they always want to downplay or pay us less or or or, or do something to, to make us um, not, not succeed in that job or in, mm-hmm. or in whatever we're doing. It, it's it's all it's all because we're a threat. That's what it is. You're absolutely we are right. Threat. We are a threat, and we're a global threat. Mm-hmm. We're a global threat. If we shut down, watch this. We we, we watch. I, I was watching Brother Umar Johnson uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was. And he speaks a lot of truth. He speaks a lot of truth. When he talked, when he spoke about the fact that the Chinese are if we put up police stations in Africa, police stations. Mm-hmm. That's a colonization move. Mm-hmm. That's, that is police stations in Africa, Chinese yeah. police stations. The more things change, the more imperialism I mean, stays the same. That is. But I mean, the Russians is, are there is that too, part of mercenaries. The, the China Belt Road Initiative, where China's giving money to countries to build roads and hospitals and infrastructure in general. I mean, at the end of the day, those things aren't run by the Chinese government, like how. Military, like military bases, U.S. military bases exist all around the world, but are run by U.S. I don't think that's the same for like these Chinese hospitals and police stations. I think it's literally just quite infrastructure to give these countries, you know, a leg up after years and decades of stealing. Right. You, de- yeah. Decades of stealing. Right. And and and, and they're gonna keep trying to steal. They'll keep stealing, keep plundering us until we start making policies that 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 force this, uh, that, that force them to do what what we want them to do. Yeah. When when you come in my neighborhood, you there's a, there's a protocol. When you come in my when you come in my community, there's a protocol. When you come into my into my into our countries, there should be a protocol. You know. And, and and that protocol, if you overstep those bounds, you got to go. Such you got to go. way the U.S. treats, especially certain states, are treating people who are flocking here now. <laughs> Did you know that we're in a state of emergency? Ron DeSantis said, oh, my God, too many immigrants come in. Too many pe- migrants are trying to make their way into this yeah, state. Yeah, I, I saw that. Mm-hmm. So it's good. a state of emergency. But meanwhile, the Haitians, hundreds of Haitians are flocking daily to the sole immigration office to find a legal path to the U.S. And they rush to secure passports. So they're doing it the right way. We'll see if they continue to be mistreated in the process. Right. Right. That's, this is not, like I said, you know, we've come a long way. But this, this is evidence of the fact that we have to identify these issues that, Indicate that we have a long way to go, yeah. right? We have to identify these things that do mm-hmm. that. Now, I said I used the term earlier. I said, "Was it? Was it?" I used Pan Afro environmentalism. Mm-hmm. Pan Afro environmentalism is a concept that I actually coined 
regarding the issue of our environment, our our public health, uh, our our professionals that deal with our environment and where in which we live, right? Now, we have to become we have to become and command respect for the environment in which we live. And and, and this this is this is for Africans around the world. People who are part of the, of the diaspora around the world have to command respect, have to command, um, have to master these things and have mastered so many things over the years. But but uh, colonialism has caused them, has caused these these people to live in such a manner that they are struggling. Until until we get to the point where we are not doing that, not struggling, we are not truly sustainable in these areas. We have to get a decent command and control of of these issues. For instance, our water. Uh, in St. Croix, for instance, there there's a, there's a, an encroachment of salt water into the freshwater systems that has to be resolved. Uh, there are other nations like that or countries like that or islands like that that are facing the same type of thing. Here in Hillsborough County, we're facing that, right? Uh, our public health issues have to be addressed. The, the fact that our women are still coming up as the number one in terms of low, worth, low birth weight babies, that's a problem in the 21st century. We should not be having that issue, but our in- environment that we live in, we don't have a control over. If we had a control over it, then this type of thing would not happen in the massive amounts that is happening here. Cancer. The amount of cancer that we have in our community is is almost rampant. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. We have to gain control of the foods that we eat. We have to gain control of the... because, Because those foods are going on the shelves with chemicals in them that are determined by our government to be put on the air so that they can stay and have a longer shelf life. And we ingest this stuff. We digest this. As we digest it, it's killing us. It's getting into our system. It's killing us. It's changing who we are. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about the issue of the, the, the food desert, if these people are going to be in our in our community, whomever they are that run that run these corner stores, if you're going to be in our community, then we need to take agency, and we need to go to these people, and we need to say to them, "You are not going to serve us these things. They're not allowed here. We want these fresh fruits. We want these vegetables. We want these things sold to us out of your corner store to help us to get better." This is what we have to demand and command in our communities, and we're not doing it. We're not doing it. You know, um, we have to say to the people that are providing us, somehow these arms are getting into our communities, right? Somehow we got to grab a hold of our children and shake the living you-know-what out of them until they understand that this is not going to happen on our watch. We got to stop this thing. We're killing each other. Killing each other. And stop these other people from coming in and killing us. We got to stop this thing, man. That's what that's what my mind, that's what my mind is on the King Holiday. That's what I think of on the King Holiday, folks. You know, this is what we got what we have to get a hold of. We need to get a, a firm grip on it. Let's get a grip on it this King Holiday. Let's get started. Let's get started. Hey, listen, let's go out on this on this uh rebirth of slick with the diggable planets. This is Walter L. Smith II, your host, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, along with the members of the Fourth Estate crew, saying have a great Mother of the King Day. Think about what you're doing. Get a hold of your community. Let's make that difference right here in this community, right here on the Sunday Forum. We love to say to you from our voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it on the Sunday Forum. Host Martin Hoot Nanny is next. Keep it tuned. Uh-huh.